0: Uh, she brought chocolates from that place, and I was like, "Tell freaking us about the out. chocolates,
1: Alicia." Oh my so gosh! Excited. Okay, okay,
0: okay. So she brought these chocolates in, right? And she's like, "Here, I brought you chocolates," and I thought, you know, like, "Wow, what a sweet human being!" Like, that's the sweetest. But you were
1: expecting like a Hershey kiss?
0: Yes, I really was. <laughs> and then, so she put them in this sweet little bag, or she brought them in that bag, right? And I was like, "Okay, well, um, I didn't have lunch, so I'm going to bust them out, if you guys don't mind." So I get mine out, and it's like in this beautiful first there's tissue paper you go through the tissue paper yeah Yeah. so then you go through you go through the whole thing and then you open them up and they're like gorgeous works of art and I screamed I I screamed I was like like,
2: we should just run this on the radio you're
1: welcome you're welcome
2: (laughs) (laughs) no really it's beautiful so then so (laughs) (laughs) so then I just was like
0: uh this is amazing and you're my best like Best friends already. Best friends. Yeah.
1: Are they filled with anything? Or are they just solid? Oh yes, of course.
2: Whatever I just had was he- oh, literally. I, mean, I like to say it's a nostalgic heaven. flavor palette, oh, but Lord. elevated. The
1: whole tell me, level. tell me more. It's
0: go- <laughs> They are gorgeous. Y'all need to go to their Instagram what account was- and just look. They're
2: just beautiful. What's it called? It's called Maggie Louise Confections <laughs>
1: There you go. There you go, Maggie Louise.
2: At Maggie Louise Confections on Instagram. I feel. <laughs> Check this out. <laughs> I've, okay, so if it. no, I'll seriously,
0: it if you're looking to give somebody a gift and you want to look like you are a baller, you buy one of these little thingies. I don't know. How, uh, we'll each talk, We'll talk about it. We'll talk so about the we'll, cost later. Yeah. I might come back and resend this. Yeah, but. we
1: need to check this company for their uh, their, their catholicity.
2: If we can, <laughs> well, if we can we have a it. Mama Mary piece, actually, <gasps>
1: maybe <gasps> what? they can be
2: scholars.
3: here. We go. See,
1: wait, what? Megan. All right, show this to your boss and talk about a sponsorship. And uh, yeah, we can eat a chocolate Mama on Mar- the podcast.
3: What? What is that? I, How does that? What
2: How do is I it? Just it? a little statue of Mary? That's a piece of chocolate. Hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just this is already we're one minute in favorite podcast ever. Yes.
1: That is awesome. That is awesome. What's up everybody, I'm Tom.
0: And I'm Melissa. and today we Welcome have... To the
1: Being Church Podcast.
0: Yes, we have two amazing guests th- this uh, afternoon. Uh, go ahead and introduce no, them. No, you top...
1: guys can introduce yourselves.
0: Oh yeah,
2: tell us who you are. I'm Megan McNinch, and uh, um, I'm Erica Banda.
1: And what do you guys do here?
2: I am one of the young adult le- young adult group leaders, Yeah, and um, I help organize monthly service activities.
1: Cool. Cool.
3: Um, I'm also one of the young adult uh, group leaders, but I help lead the Hispanic uh, young adult group, and I yeah. also serve um, the youth ministry through confirmation classes and um, the young church group that we have.
1: So you're Elisa's girl. She is, <laughs> but now
0: I have a new girl because Megan. Okay, so tell, Can I just jump in? All right, sorry. Here yeah. I go. Okay, Megan, That's what tell this me is about. All about that. Man. I had no idea that there was like a structured like. So you come up with the service projects.
2: Yes, yeah, so it's been pretty. Uh, it's been pretty standard. So we've been at the same location. We do every fourth um, Saturday of the month at the Central Texas Food Bank, but um, but yeah, we've been going strong there for probably five months now. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like the third Saturday, right? Um, it's it's going to be on it's the going third. To be. Yes, yeah. it's yeah. been okay. on the fourth, but we're moving it to the third. Right. I think. So. Awesome. So yeah. you guys
0: just get together and you get like, do you brunch it after or of what?
2: Course. Of course. Of course. Yeah. We hit up cheddars <laughs> yeah. on Saturday. Brunch is week. like
0: the, like young adults are excellent at brunch. Yeah. <laughs> you really are. My brother. So is. because we're lazy. It's
1: we're lazy. It's because we're lazy. Is sleep that what in. it is? Oh, well, we sleep in. Yeah. And it's 11. You're like, <laughs> yeah. let's call this brunch. <laughs> I'm just going to finish my drink from last night and we'll call it brunch because usually it's mimosa. Yeah, exactly. Anyway.
2: Uh, Yeah, you guys are super good at that. So tell me about how you guys know each other. Um, I went to St. Edward University here in Austin, and... I believe it was my junior year of college, I decided to go on the Seek Retreat mm-hmm. through Focus, and they don't have a Focus program at St. Edward's, so um, I decided to go with the group at UT, and I didn't know a single person, and we sat next to each other on the bus to Nashville, and that's oh, wow. how Erica and I
3: met. Wow.
1: hmm That's and a long the ride. Rest is,
2: yeah. It <laughs> is. The rest <laughs> so, is history. no,
0: not really. It's not history, because I don't know it. So, tell us. Tell us then how. <laughs> tell us then how that was at UT, but now you're both at St. at St. Louis. So how did that happen? How did that transition happen?
3: Well, I was trying to find like a young adult group. I was really used to my um, awesome Catholic friends, and at the UCC, I think they had a wonderful um, focus group, and then also with Longhorn Awakening, like that was my family. Mm. And then leaving that, I was kind of like, oh gosh, where do I go? And I was trying to find a parish, um, and then one of my friends from a previous internship that I had done reached out to me and she's like hey I know you like working with kids um there's they're needing volunteers with the the, young, the, the youth minister group the high schoolers like would you be interested and then I was like yeah like for sure like um how do I learn more about it and so she set up a meeting with me and the youth minister at the time which was Paul and I got to meet him and he told me about the ministry and I was like I love it sign me up and so I that's how I came into St. Louis, and then cool. I realized friends like Megan were here, and I also had some friends from college, uh, other friends from college that were here, and that's oh, how wow. I came into the other mm-hmm. ministry, so.
1: Cool. Yeah. That's so
2: awesome. how'd you get here, Megan, from St. Ed's? So I kind of church hopped around during college, uh, just other parishes in the area. And then I moved more central kind of in the UT area. And, um, I had some friends who talked about going to St. Louis. And so I decided to check it out one weekend and I think they announced that they were having a young adult brunch after mass that day. So yeah. come there check it them out. Brings United. people to Jesus too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so I just kind of joined the group and have, you know, been all gung-ho on yeah when i
1: when i got here so i was kind of when i when i started working in st louis i called together the the english young adult group leaders because well we needed some organization you guys got it great the hispanic young adults they know (laughs) what's up (laughs) (laughs) and uh and so megan was like she was on it she was like details and i was like this girl is super type a and i need her i need her help it was perfect she's a great leader type A
0: personalities like yes yes
1: the best Yeah. because I'm like, not everything is de- not. yeah
0: and I'm like oh yeah no type A's keep me in line my yeah. type A students keep me in line the teenagers mm-hmm. that are type A's will be like oh mm-hmm. no Miss Elise said no 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 your papers are over here we need to do this this put it in I'm like okay thank you no it's so helpful They're like, my I know handlers. a lot of people use that as like an insult but
1: it, I do not think so at all I think it's awesome
0: no it is awesome. I
1: can be a successful person because of people like Megan <laughs> but so okay so churches. In Austin, there's a lot of pretty darn good Catholic churches around Austin. And young adults have, I guess, I mean, they just have their choice, right? You could go to any church on any Sunday. What, What is it about St. Louis that keeps you here? And like, what do you think in general? Because you guys have a lot of experience with other people your age or a little older or younger what is it that Catholic young adults are looking for in a parish? Like what do they want from their church?
0: So those are two really, so answer both of those, those first. Those are big questions. Yeah. Those were answer. I would love to hear that first answer. Like what about St. Louis? And then we'll move on to the second one. Cause those are hard hitting questions.
1: Yeah.
3: Um, I think that for me, I know that when I was at the university, like I loved my church group there. And like I said, they were very motivating and they were inspiring. And they were the ones that like kind of helped me in the rough spots when I was trying to figure out my faith by myself. Um, I loved it. But for me, like my faith, I think of it in Spanish. Like that's how I you know, seek God. I and mean, mm-hmm. I prayed to him in, mm-hmm. in Spanish, I like in my journal in Spanish. So I was really seeking a group where I could. Um, feel that same connection um, as in a young adult group, and then so when I f- met my friend from college, when I when he told me that there was a young adult group and he invited me to, it, I was like, yes, like that's perfect, that's awesome. I went to the first meeting. I love the people there, and and then like from there, I was just like, this is perfect. This is where I want to be. Like they they love Jesus, they have my same like, you know, they speak my language, and mm-hmm. um and then also like the culture is the same, and um I don't know. I think it just. Connected me to my faith on a deeper level Mm -hmm. because of like the Spanish background and then uh, they're like my family like I my fam my You know biological family is three hours away from here And so when I ever feel like you know alone or whatever I can run to them because they're my family Mm -hmm. So I think that's what
1: so it was like it was a place to belong.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah,
1: okay, cool. That's awesome
2: Yeah, it's very similar for me um you know, I still honestly kind of hopple around a little bit sure. on the weekends. Um, I love evening Mass. So if I miss it on Saturday, then I'm usually <laughs> elsewhere. But mm-hmm. I know, like, if I am going to show up at 1130 Mass at St. Louis, I will have friends. I know exactly which pews they're in and I don't have to sit alone. You know, it's just I love St. Louis because of the community. Mm-hmm. Um and it is like a home, you know. You feel mm-hmm. welcome, and I also enjoy the perpetual adoration. Um, I love adoration, and sometimes I'll go into the chapel, and Erica's there, and I'm like, "Hey, I see you." So long. Like, <laughs>
1: Except you like whisper, whisper like, like
0: hey,
2: <laughs> exactly.
0: So, I think those yeah. are those are both really beautiful reasons, and and you know, like for for somebody who both of us working here um, to hear that it's the community. Um, it, it's it's good for us as you know people who work here to hear different perspectives. I mean, we know why we're here. Um, you know, part of it is our job, but like I work it, here. Yeah, here. <laughs> um, but it's good to it's good to know why what draws people in. And Eric, I wanted to just um, kind of speak on for a second what you said about um, how important it is that you're able to uh, find community in your in your own language because you're a, you know, you are bilingual, right? And you, uh, you're a professional, you work at IBM. And so, uh, it's not like, it's not like you don't know English, right? Yeah. You could very well just uh, to participate in everything in English, but I think it's really important for people to know that faith is something that is mm-hmm. deep, deep, deep within you. And so for you to say out loud, part of it is that culturally, culturally St. Louis mm-hmm. is my home. And that that I think it we we forget that this that a lot of times and that I think in the youth ministry program we really are trying to be aware of that is that, you know, some of the kids that come like they may not pray that Hail Mary when we when somebody says and let us pray because it's in English and that's just not their primary right. language. So, it's really great that you kind of brought that perspective to to the table because I think sometimes We forget
1: a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And it's, it's not always because, I mean, you know, it's not because we're trying to be malicious, but I think it's because we're so involved in the minutiae, every detail, we just kind of forget about the big Mm -hmm. picture. Um, but it is important that, I mean, this, this place is like, it's like a beautiful canvas with the, all the cultures. It's not just Anglo and Hispanic, right? right? It's, it's all over the place Mm -hmm. and it's, really cool. I was, yeah. I was surprised, pleasantly surprised by the diversity of St. Louis. Mm-hmm. And I, I would say here.
2: a majority of the young adults that I met at St. Louis too, are transplants from other parts of the country yeah. as well. Um, yeah. Shout out to Jenny Dank oh, from Jenny. Iowa. You know, she's Loyal listening. listener. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I have friends here who go to St. Louis from California and from Wisconsin and other areas. So I know that they are also looking for that community. And it's great too, to um, I might be jumping ahead here, but just finding okay. friends who support mm-hmm. you and mm-hmm. share the same values. And you know, like if I've had a rough week, yeah. I know that that friend will really be praying for me if I ask them to. And um, those kind of authentic friendships that um, are so hard to find um, are what I really value about St. Louis. and the well, community.
1: Here. yeah. And I think, and let's move into that second question too. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, what yeah. do young adults want from the church in general? Not just your parish, your parish, but also like the church globally. Because I think what you said, authentic relationships, authentic friendships. I think I'm a young adult as a young adult. I, I seek truth. I seek people who are being real. I seek people who they say, you know, we messed up and we're going to fix it. Um, or they say, this is how it is, you know? So I, I love the church because of the Eucharist and I won't leave because of that. I need authenticity. Um, but what is it for you guys? And like, what have you heard from, from people? What, what did, what do you need from the church?
0: Mama Church, I think. Mama is. Church. Yeah, Mama Church. What do you need from Mama Church? The global. Yes.
3: Um, I don't know. I, I the first thing that came to mind is like I think it was last year. When the bishops um, set up that meeting for like the young adults, mm. and they were like really engaging and asking us questions, I really liked that because it's like some t- it's when you're in a young adult, it's kind of an awkward phase, right? You're, you when you're when you're <laughs> in college, if you like, you know, when you're in college, you have that community, or if you're like with your family and you move to an- another city, and now you're here in this new city, city, and it's like okay, so now where do I go? And you, you're not married, so you don't have like the family ministries, so you're just in this awkward phase, and um, I think that sometimes, like, when you have those sessions, like, it's important because it shows that, like, our our leaders are, you know, our spiritual fathers are really looking out for us, mm-hmm. and, and yeah, it's a it's a awkward uh, time in your life, and it's, like, we're trying to figure things out on our own. We're trying to find those authentic relationships. We're trying to find, like, what it is that we love about the faith, and, you know, some of us are still, like, you know, on that rickety, uh, roller coaster ride and we're Pritch. trying to figure that out, you know, <laughs> and so it's like, we're all on that ride. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, But you know, so I, I think that when, when our church provides stuff like that, it really shows mm. that they care that what we think or what we need, um, as young adults. So,
1: cause I mean, what you're saying is like, I need a seat at the table. I want you to hear what I need. Yeah. Like that's a starting point. Right. And the fact that the church is, tries to do that is great. That's, mm-hmm. that's awesome essential, I think.
2: Mm -hmm. Um, I agree with a lot of what Erica said. And I think also I am passionate about serving the community. So it provides a way for me to serve, whether that's at the St. Louis food bank um, or food pantry or, you know, as a Eucharistic minister or in the choir, I have friends who serve in the choir. Um, I think it presents a family in a home where I know if I go on vacation somewhere or if I you know, I'm traveling, I can find a mass anywhere I'm going. It's just, Hmm. it's the same everywhere. And um, that's a really big sense of um, consistency in a time of life. As Erica has said, it can be pretty, you know, you don't know what's going to happen next. Right, (laughs) right, right. So, yeah, so I think that's what I love. Do you
0: think there's Mm -hmm. more of a spot at the table now for you guys? Do you have a sense that, like, young adults in the church are are more valued, uh, that programs are geared more and more, or is it, did you feel like I'm, there's always room to grow in like 10% all the things. Uh, but, but are you, are we trending in the right direction? You think all of you, I mean, Tom, are we trending in the right direction? You're a young adult. Are
1: you asking me? I think it's from a ministry perspective. I think young adult ministry is really hard because I mean, we're looking at this right now at St. Louis. It's like, what is a young adult? Well, especially when you talk, when you talk about Hispanics, like what is a Hoven? What is a Hoven? Right. Like yeah. what the heck is that? It's right. 18 to 49 sometimes, <laughs> yeah. right? And so it's this huge span of life <laughs> right. that also overlaps with like, you know, adult and family ministry. And so I think ministers in the church, some people have figured it out, but I, I think that some people, or a lot of us are still just trying to say, what do young adults of today need? Especially right. like in Austin, like what do people need? And so I asked that question because like, I want to know, like, what do you guys need more of? I want to serve my peers. Um, it's
0: also such it's a, tra- really it's like, there's such a transition in that age. So, you know, to, to come uh, up with uh, programs and stuff that serve kind of people who are in and out of like, maybe they'll be here and maybe they won't like, like, right. like, like Mitchell, right? Like right, right. I, Mitchell was here exactly. and he was like amazing. And now he's not, and now and I'm he's mad at him. I wonder if, are you listening, Mitchell, Mitchell you way listening? over there? He probably is. he's probably okay. not. <laughs>
1: he's working. Um, he's busy.
0: <laughs> anyway, but like that's, that has to be one of the things is mm-hmm. that, you know, families generally mm-hmm. like they've got roots, but young adults, you know, jobs and it's just. It's so
1: transitory. Yeah. In, we just had a, a kickoff event and I would say 70% of the people who were there were new to Austin, right? Wow. Because, I mean, it's the beginning of the school year, right. but also like people are moving here for work and all this kind of stuff and. So it's, it's hard because, um, but I think that's, that's one thing that a parish or a church or young adult ministry can do is provide some sort of stability. Have you guys found that, that it gives you some stability in life?
3: Yeah, I would say so. And then, like I said, I or and I think Megan mentioned it, too. Mm -hmm. It's like it's nice to just walk into mass and like kind of know we don't have a specific pew, but like, like, you know, I look for my people and I know that I'm not going to be by myself because, you know, so I think it gives me like, you know, this is my home. Like I have somewhere to go. I don't feel so, you know, and if I have any questions or if I need a support or some prayers or something, I know that they're there. So in yeah. that sense, it's, it is consistent. And yeah, like we all have times in our life where we're like, oh, you know, I have to go, you know, do something with my family, something came up, I can't be there, or, you know, all these things, because we're all in this, you know, transition. Yeah. But I know that I'll come back the next week, and they're there. You know? mm-hmm. So, so th- that, that mm-hmm. consistency is great.
0: Talk to us a little bit about what it's like being a Catholic young adult in,
3: in the culture. Like what What's that especially, like? Because you know, especially like
1: Erica working at IBM, it's right. not always friendly to yeah. faithful people, right?
3: Um, yeah. Well, not that you brought that up. I, I was actually blessed with like my my manager. She's not Catholic, but she's definitely Christian, and oh, cool. I, I love it because we'll have our one on ones and we'll talk about the Christian faith, and you know, she brings up prayers, and it's really awesome. And so I was just really blessed with like some of some of my um, coworkers actually come to St. Louis. And so I think that it's really cool. Um, shout out to Amy. <laughs> but, does she um,
1: listen? Hey, Amy. I don't know up? if she does. She's
3: going to it, Thanks for have listening. to listen to this one. So many shout outs to this episode. <laughs> but yeah, so, but outside of my, like, that, my team, yeah. Like a lot of people, I bring up my faith and they're like, what? What is that? You know, and, and even in engineering, like going through college, it was very difficult. Um, I was I was thankful that my friends were very understanding. They got to the point where they knew that I would have Bible study at certain days. And they'd be like, Erica, don't you need to be at your Bible study? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. that's cool. Even, even though that's they were such like... such a witness. Yeah. Of, yeah. yeah and they, even though like they were not practicing, like they didn't believe, I don't know where they were at in their faithful life actually, but I would, I mean, I would tell them about it. But yeah, it is difficult, especially in like, in my field, like the science field, where people don't really, you know, and sometimes they, I haven't, thankfully I haven't ran into like super, you know, head on, like, butting heads about something, but they do question it and they're like, why do you do that, or why do you go to Mass? Like, isn't that only a Sunday thing? Like, my friends oh, wouldn't understand yeah. why I would go throughout the week. And they're like, what? Mm-hmm. And yeah. Or like, during Lent, we have to explain to them why you can't go or why you can't eat. So they're like, why don't you get this? And I'm like, you know, I can't because of this. And, right. You know, so it's also kind of a beautiful thing because then you can actually, you know, people, I've had some really interesting conversations and they're like whoa i didn't know that was the why why you did it like they have these conceptions of it and Mm -hmm. so it was it's also a beautiful way to like really talk about Mm
0: -hmm. what
3: the church is Um, yeah
0: and it's kind of on you guys to like know what you're talking about right yeah like because if somebody asks you it's good for you to know i don't know that if when i was super young that i knew the Answers, So it's like really impressive to me. Most, you know, most of the young adults that I come across are just, they're just so impressive in that, like, because they long for authenticity, they want the truth and they want well, the it's, answers. It's
1: like we were talking about in last week's episode, right. the why. Right. Right. Yeah. right? yeah.
0: So when you know the why, it, then you're able to kind of comfortably share mm-hmm. things.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: yeah. What about you, Meg? What, what makes it, what's being Catholic in Austin like?
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're really lucky to have such a rich Catholic community here because outside of the Catholic community in Austin can be a little, uh, a little rough out there. It's a little (laughs) rough. There you go. Um, so yeah, but we do in Austin have so many amazing parishes and even just for young adults alone, we have so many different programs. Like we have young Catholic professionals, which is great. Like, you know. Twice a month, they have events where you can gather and meet new people and network. And Mm -hmm. we have Catholic ATX putting on events. And then a lot of the parishes in the area also have their own individual young adult groups. So I hang out with the cathedral young adults all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, And then some of them came to our barbecue, like young adult kickoff last night. So um, it's a really cool way to kind of blend all the different communities into one. But Um, yeah I definitely come to the church for support Mm -hmm. Um, but just like in the day to day at work in different places um, it's embarrassing but I'm always a little afraid yeah sure (laughs) to know yeah yeah yeah, for sure yeah so I went to uh, you know I'm gonna be on the podcast at my church Uh, they're gonna ask me about being a Catholic. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always like, afraid when I say it out loud. Yeah, you know yeah. it's what like the a reaction swear. will be, but yeah. um, people are generally pretty. So nice people and go, bad, "Wow, your
1: parish like... is a podcast." That's pretty. cool. Well, and Cut we didn't honestly
2: water. what the reaction was. <laughs> we live in
0: Austin, which in Austin, you know, it's so uh, it's so. Uh, what's the. Crunchy. Crunchy. Is granola. The, granola. Hipster. So, I mean, they're so like, let's just say there's lots of schools of thought, right? And so yeah. like everybody is kind of able to kind of, and I've found in Austin that you, there's not anybody that's going to be, I've found very few people that are going to be hostile because. Yeah.
1: Everyone because, believes something here. Yeah. So. Whether it's weird or right, like so it's like, yeah. whatever,
0: oh, <laughs> you're Catholic, that's, that's cool, whatever. You know, it's not something yeah. like, oh my gosh, you, unless you find somebody who's really, but I just don't, yeah. I just don't meet those people
1: that's what I was thinking because it's like everyone is into something here whether it's weird and like kind (laughs) of scary or like you know whether they belong to Austin Stone right you know and people are willing to have conversations here which is really interesting um Mm -hmm. But yeah. So, but like when people talk about crystals, I'm like, "Uh." but I'm sure when I talk about the Eucharist, people are like, "Uh, wait, that's uh, weird. You know, you
2: don't think that's
0: crazy?
3: Not that I
1: like talk about the Eucharist because it's scary. But anyway, yeah, there's definitely challenges.
3: Yeah, I definitely Mm -hmm. would say that it it is scary just in our culture today. Just because it's like you know a lot of the trends and a lot of the the styles and you know beliefs, the new beliefs that are coming along. it, It is it is. Scary in the sense, like how Megan said, sometimes you're like, oh, should I bring it up or not? Mm -hmm. But, like, I guess my, like I said, my, um, college experience and like interacting with those um, friends kind of has helped me not be so afraid bringing it up as much and it, it brings up a lot of good conversations yeah. And like like elisa said austin's such a wonderful city in that it is so diverse and people are generally open to talk to mm-hmm. you they at least listen they may not agree with you and all that but they will at least listen so um i think that that's a cool thing 100 percent. tell me a little bit about um seek and focus are these
0: I think that these trends I think have a lot to do with the uh the platform maybe not the platform but like just the gifts and the talents of the young of the a young adult a community uh starting to kind of blossom and um and be shown to to the rest of us I've, I've you know worked with lots of people who have been Uh, a focus missionary and so it just seems like focus has been a part of this and then like Tom you were in a it just you
2: know is that part of this move you think? I think so I think focus really presents um, a really clear format for um, leading others towards Christ and then also supporting each other in our faith journeys. So I was able to, once we went on the seek retreat together, I was able to get plugged in into a Bible study at UC. Yeah. And then that helped foster. Then when I graduated from St. Edwards, a lot of my friends from school moved back home or, you know, moved away for a job or something. But, um, we actually, we had some friends who, including Erica, who continued on in this young women's Bible study. So we still had that core group together. And then it's Great. kind of blossomed from there. Um, but it did, I think it's a great starting point right. to showing young adults and even people in their college years that the church cares about you. They hear, they want to know what you have to say right. and, uh, we want to help you grow in your faith life. What's one of, can one of you explain, except for the listeners out there that, that
3: have never heard of focus, like what, what is focus? Um, I, I like to see it as, um, well, it's, Fellowship of Catholic University students, and like um, Megan said, it's it kind of teaches you a way to um, bring others to Christ, and it has a—they have a format. And what I love about it is that they really focus on authentic relationships and really investing in the people that you want to have those authentic relationships with. Um, and they have like a system of discipleship. So once you Become part of a Bible study. Um, your Bible study leader could invite you to be like a disciple, just as Jesus, you know, had his disciples. And basically, you meet with that person um, on a weekly basis as much as you can, um, and you're investing in that relationship. You invest in that person. The, as the disciple, you invest in, in your discipler as much as they invest in you. And it's just like a beautiful format of, of what an authentic relationship really is like, that we're in this together. We're, you know, we're walking this walk together. Um, so and that's kind of... It's interesting to me, really, in this age of... You guys are really in the
0: age of constant communication. You guys are the first age of constant communication. And it just speaks to this idea that even though that you can connect effortlessly... Um, Really, at the heart of everything is this desire to truly connect, to have, like, real authentic relationships that aren't, you know, Mm -hmm. like, swipe left, swipe right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's really interesting that you guys are in this culture of constant, you know, connectivity. But that's.
1: Well, and I would say, I mean, I think. I think what we're talking about community and investing in people and just being one-on-one with people. I think that's the antidote to a lot of loneliness that's going around. That's being felt by a lot of people. I would say, well, not so much right now, but there was a time period when I was working here for a couple months, um, where I was getting emails from people just, and they were just saying like, I feel alone in this city. I am alone and I need, I need a community, you know? And so, I mean, I think church in general is a great antidote to that, but anytime you can have good, Relationships where people actually care about you, and they say, "Where are you at right now? And what's going on? And how can we get you away from that stuff that is not good for you, and bring you to wholesome, healthy things?" Um, I think that's that's the antidote. It. it gets you out of your Netflix slump,
0: right? Mm-hmm. And Even it's also awesome the that there's like so a structure sometimes. to it, yeah, yeah. That like that there's a formula.
1: Things like focus and echo, and um, well, there's so many. I I think they're really cool because. I think that we're, we've kind of turned a corner. And for the first time in a long time, not, not including like seminary and things like this, uh, lay people are choosing to serve the church for, as their primary vocation. Yeah. Right? Like it's, it's kind of weird that I'm in my 20s and I want to work at a parish, right? Usually right. people come in as like a second, a second career, a second vocation as like a volunteer thing. But I think among young people now, there's the ladies being, being given a bigger role. And I, I think we're we're kind of claiming that, and we're we're saying like, yeah, we have a role to play here, and there's a job to be done, and we right. can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so things like focus, I, I think they're really great at equipping lay people with awesome skills to build the church.
0: Yeah, yeah and it's just awesome. Uh, just speaking from like I've been here at St. Louis since I was 16, and so just seeing um, just the vibrancy uh, that young adults bring to whatever they're a part of, you know what I mean? It's, it's awesome to have that kind of energy in the different, you know, in the Knights of Columbus, like I'll walk over on yeah. a Friday night and, you know, Patrick's there and he, you know, it's just so good to see. Patrick's just,
1: always <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. He's he's the man. So Again, he's the man. Shout
0: out Patrick. Um, Anyway, <laughs> so it, it's just so nice to see, um, Uh, the young adults Mm -hmm. invested and involved and engaged. And that happens primarily because you guys have formed relationships Mm -hmm. and people in the last episode, we were talking to to Shannon about identifying people's gifts and just saying to them, Oh, like you would be awesome at this because I see this in you. And it, it just seems like you guys are able to, you have your community, but you also then plug back into the St. Louis community in other ways right you don't just stay in your your group you uh you go out
3: and you serve yeah st louis right so 100
1: percent, 100 percent.
3: like i think that the the young adult community here is like super great and i also appreciate that they like you said you brought up a point where like they don't just stay in their you know um little young adult group you know they go serve in other yeah. ways um and like Actually, when I said, like, whoever, the person that invited me to, like, help in the youth ministry was Yasinia. And that's, like, right now when you were talking about that, I was like, is like, in everything. And Mm -hmm. it's awesome. Mm -hmm. Right. And Mm -hmm. it's, like, really inspiring to see that, that it's, like, you don't just stay in your little circle. You try to, like, give back what you've been given through your community. And also that just speaks to the
0: invitation. That's really important. Uh So if you know somebody... In, in, and you see a gift in them and invite them to, invite them to, um, to serve. Yeah, sure I, I like actually, said, yeah. I <laughs> actually, no, I actually have a, the most hilarious story real quick. So yesterday after mass, I ran into, uh, two of my old students who are now, you know, like you guys, they're, they're older and they were at yes, mass, old. older, oh, wow, they're wow. not teens anymore. Okay. they have graduated from college. Mm-hmm. And I said, I kind of were like, I was kind of like, Hey, you guys are awesome. I really think that there's a place for you on the Mm -hmm. youth ministry team. Like you guys should. And she was like, yeah, man. I'm like, we have to move past consumer Catholicism where we just take, take, take. I don't know what was, what got into me. I was just, i feeling
1: that too. I was like, no more,
0: I was that. like, no more just coming to mass. Not just, not more, no more coming to mass and, you know, receiving Jesus and not giving back to his church. Like it's time to like blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So I was being mama bear on both of them big time. And their mom was actually there and she had, she had her arms crossed and she was nodding the whole time, looking <laughs> straight at them like, are you listening <laughs> right so the exchange finished in about two minutes right fast forward hours right three or four hours I go to the grocery store by my house and I'm going up the vegetable aisle and who is there none other than both of them Wow. and they see me and they start pointing and they're yelling and they're like oh my goodness and I was listening I always listen to music because oh Grocery shopping is the worst. Anyway, so I listened to podcasts or music and I took my, I took my headphones off and my earbuds out and I was like, Jesus is sometimes not real, uh, <laughs> discreet with his calls <laughs> just saying, and they just started laughing. But part of that is just like, Hey, this is the invitation. I see mm. this in you and I'm not going to be shy about about challenging you to mm-hmm. come and invest in this place that you love and this place that you are you are every sender you're
2: here. 100%. So let's mm-hmm.
0: yeah let's yeah. invest in you. And, and it you does and here. it
2: starts with the simple invitation to if there's, you know, a service activity going on or if we're having a happy hour for the St. Louis young adults. If you have a friend who's never been before, I brought mm-hmm. one of my coworkers to one of our happy hours. Mm-hmm. Um and it's just a cool way to, you know, expand the community more and
3: um yeah I really think that's
1: yeah invitation it's how it's how yeah. it's how we just thrive it's how we do it
3: yeah invitation is very important like because I'm very thankful that Yesenia reached out to me that day if she hadn't like reached out to me then I wouldn't have known about the young church that's here and mm-hmm. it's a community that I love and then I wouldn't have known about all the other ministries like had my friend Rodrigo not invited me to the young adult <laughs> group you know and and like a lot of our like a lot of our members are because like they're like, Oh, I'm going to invite my friend. So-and-so. And And then that friend invites their so-and-so friend. And and, you know, and that it's beautiful to see that. that
0: Well, that's how we went from 12 at the beginning. Right. It was like going out and Mm -hmm. sharing the gospel. And that's part. I think some people think sharing the gospel means like you're, you know, you've got, you've got scripture out and you're like in verse, you know, in John chapter 12, verse mm -hmm. six. And it's, It's, no, it's like the witness, again, we talked to Shannon about just witnessing, just like living your faith and inviting people into that is just... How Anyways, we, we could go on for five years here.
1: <laughs> you guys are awesome. Thank Check you. Check
3: out the
2: St. Louis Young Adults on yeah, Facebook. Right. <laughs> Check out our Facebook page. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Plug it. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs>
3: Check out Los Jóvenes para Cristo also on Facebook. Perfect. Oh, my gosh. That's so awesome. Yeah. And and we meet on Monday, 7.30 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> and also, like and subscribe
0: this podcast. All you young adults that got a shout out on this, that they're going to be calling and being like, hey, we talked about you. You got to listen. Um, you got to listen. But you can also like and subscribe. Um. Um, and we're so glad that you listened
1: yeah and just remember that maggie louise is an unofficial uh sponsor of this <laughs> podcast not a, not, a, not an ad not a real sponsor unless they want to become <laughs> thanks for listening everyone and go be church.